76ers drop game four to the Atlanta Hawks by final score of 103 to 100. The series is now tied at two. Joel Embiid played his worst game in a long, long time. Ben Simmons failed to step up and help him out. And now the Hawks have a bit of rejuvenated life as the series heads back to Philly for game five. What is going on, everybody? RB here. Welcome into Philly Take with RB. You know what to do? Smash the like, hit the subscribe, and ding that notification bell. That way you are instantly notified whenever I upload or go live. We go live every single Sixers game, and we've been covering the entire playoffs here on the channel, so be sure to stay tuned in. Man, that one was tough. And excuse me, I'm still congested. You know, that one was definitely rough for me. You know, thinking about it last night, getting up this morning. There's a lot to say about this, but first and foremost, man, it's just, it's disappointing. It's disappointing when you have a game where the Atlanta Hawks shoot 36% from the field. They shoot 30% from beyond the arc. Trey Young goes 8 for 26. Bogdanovich, 9 for 24. And those two were the only scorers in, 20, in, in the 20-point range, man. 25 for Trey Young, 22 for Bogdanovich. No other player on the Hawks had above 14 points. They shoot that terrible that, you know, Joel Embiid plays this bad. The Sixers shoot this bad from the line. And we're still in the game in the final moments. And there were so many opportunities down the stretch. And we essentially lose this game. And we, we feed the life back to the Hawks, man. They're a young, hungry team. They're going to be gritty. They're going to grind you out. And we had a chance to go 3-1 going back in front of our home fans to finish it off. And we just squandered it, man. We just squandered it. Uh, and it's as simple as that. It's very disappointing. Now, let me get this straight first and foremost. I do think the Sixers can and will win this in six games. I'm not worried at all about the Sixers winning this series. But, you know, to have to go through this extra process, go through this extra stress, right? Especially on a guy like Joel Embiid. Well, that's rough for us. It definitely is rough, especially with the other series, with the Nets and Bucks going further. You know, we could have essentially have more rest time, and it stinks. It definitely stinks. Now, there is one thing there where I am I'm definitely concerned about this team uh, winning this series, and that's with Joel Embiid, right? If Joel is healthy, and this goes back to the same thing that has hinged this entire series and that I said it would depend on from my initial preview. I said if Joel is banged up and he's not completely healthy, this could go seven games, and it very, it very well might. It is now a best of three series, and we have to take two on our home floor from the Hawks. That's fine, but it just should not have came to this. Um... It's like, where do we start, man? You know, Doc Rivers said this team got outworked the entire game, and we did. The first half, we actually came out pretty strong. The Sixers were going, you know, through their regular motions. We were knocking down shots at halftime. We were shooting 63% from deep. Guys were getting involved. Joel wasn't even having a good game, and we were still dominating the Hawks because they could not shoot a lick. It really looked like on their home floor, they were about to suffer a second straight to the to the Sixers and it just looked like they were done it looked like they were done but at halftime the momentum the energy everything completely flipped and the Hawks just absolutely aggravated us they outplayed us they out rebounded us they out hustled us every all the little things went in the Hawks favor in the second half and you know what they just came back and 
the Sixers choke at an 18-point lead. We give it back to the Hawks, you know, possession by possession down the stretch. We get down to the last couple minutes. Furkan Korkmaz takes a terrible three-point shot. And then, you know, in the biggest moments, after a couple buckets back and forth, you know, Furkan hit a big three. Collins hit a big three. The Sixers are down, and essentially they have to make a huge stop with the game on the line, and they do. A great trap on Trey Young up top. They kick to the corner. They kick it down low. Capella cannot handle it. Out of bounds. The Sixers have time for one. And we get the look we want. Joel Embiid. And this was kind of just, you know, the entire night in a nutshell. Joel and Ben, you know, not being able to convert in the biggest moment. Joel Embiid goes for the, the game-winning layup, and he misses. And Ben Simmons can't corral the rebound. It goes out of bounds. And it goes the other way, man. And then again, we still had a chance to at least tie it up and shake Milton up top. You know, passes up pretty much what could have been the game-tying shot. Curry has to double clutch and the game is over like that. But it's just disappointing. Should have never came to that. And, you know, the, the, the thing that I'm very concerned about is Joel's health. Like I said, you know, if you are telling me that Joel looks the exact same that he did in the first couple games, you're simply lying to yourself. And people want to say, oh, well, you know, he looked good when he was putting up 40 points in game two. I know he did. And you know why? Because he was healthy. There is no way. I'm telling you guys right now, something must have happened over the weekend because off two days of rest, Joel Embiid came out and from the initial tip all the way to the final moments, he just did not look the same. He couldn't run up that and down the floor the same way. He was grimacing. He was holding his knee. He was huffing and puffing. His head was down, his hands on his knees. He even went back to the locker room in the second quarter. Doc doesn't know what happened, but I'll tell you what happened. There's something really bothering him, and that is that's one thing that could honestly steer the series in the Hawks' favor. Like if Joel is not healthy, like everybody is completely confident. And again, I am completely confident that the Sixers will win this because I think Embiid's going to come back out and be all right, and he's going to use this game. He knows he played terrible as motivation. But if he is not healthy, well, if we were, to, if he was to come out and look the same way next game and we slip one and go back to Atlanta down 3-2, then we're in a tough predicament. And we definitely have to keep that in, into consideration. But something is up with Joel Embiid. That man mentally, physically, he did not look the same yesterday. And as a result, look, I'm not making any excuses for Joel Embiid. His play was awful. It was one of the main reasons, if not the main reason, we lost this game. Four for 20 from the field, 17 points and 21 rebounds. But I don't care. Bad decisions, turnovers, bad uh, late game decisions, uh, not passing out of the double teams, not trusting your teammates, trying to play hero ball. It literally looked like the old inexperienced Joel that had the talent. But this year, you know, we've seen a different Joel Embiid. It's been night in and night out. We've seen greatness every single game, and it's been on a consistent basis. We did not see that last night, and it was very much a, a shock to all of us. Because he looked like, you know, from a couple years ago when he would have these kind of games and he just did not look right. He did not look right all night long. And if you're trying to tell me he did, you're just, you're lying to yourself. And again, it's no excuse. He has to play better. And maybe, you know, maybe Doc Rivers has to get a hold of that But and look at it. But in his presser, Doc Rivers said, you know, we're going to continue to go to our guys, I, I guess. It is what it is. But Joe Lapid played absolutely terrible and, you know... 
even with him playing as terrible, this game was this close. But it's just unfortunate. I didn't I didn't think we would see a game like this, especially after the first three where he looked even through a tour meniscus like he was very healthy. Um, and it, it's a bit concerning because this team is going to go as far as Joel Embiid takes them. And if he's not healthy, that is definitely concerning. Ben Simmons, on the other hand, 5 for 10 from the field, 11 points, 12 rebounds, and 9 assists, 2 blocks. Yeah, I really don't care about the numbers, man. Um, ben Simmons was just, he in the first half, he was very aggressive. And, and here's another thing as to why I know Joel wasn't good, and I was saying it on the live stream. He was not even down in the low block the entire game. Joel was not establishing himself early like he usually does. And you could just tell something was bothering him. Like he didn't, he wanted to avoid that contact. And, you know, Ben was very aggressive in the first first half and I really enjoyed it. You know, he was kind of taking the burden off of Joel. But when the second half came, Joel goes 0 for 12 and Ben, I don't, I think Ben had one shot attempt in the entire second half or something like that he had what no shots in the fourth quarter like that is unacceptable and for a 30 million dollar you know max contract player and we assume that ben was healthy right it's just it sucks and even in the post-game presser ben came out and said i have to be more aggressive last game doc literally had to go to ben and say you have to be more aggressive and it's just frustrating man again ben simmons played amazing defense he rebounded the ball. Ben Simmons played great defense and really helped us in that aspect of the game. Like I said, Trey Young was clamped. 8 for 26, and he was hurting too. But nobody else really got going for the Hawks. And Ben Simmons has to step up and, and be more confident and more aggressive. And it just sucks, man. Like, only in Philadelphia do we have this kind of predicament here where we have a man who has literally potential out of the roof, but it has to be drug out of him, and you don't know what you're going to get night in and night out. Um, could we have run it through Ben Moore? Probably, but it's just like, I don't care, man. You're a max contract player. You got to step up and take the reins yourself, man. Sometimes you just got to take it, and he he literally you know, admitted that post-game, and it's just it's unfortunate, man, because... If Ben's a little more aggressive, if Tobias is a little more aggressive in the fourth quarter, we win this game. And we should not, like, great teams don't have to literally, you know, ask their stars to be more aggressive. It just happens. It just happens. But, you know, Ben, again, I feel like every game is a tail, uh, two tails for Ben Simmons, man. First half was great. I thought he was being aggressive, finding his looks. And the second half, he just shut down. He just shut down. But Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid, man, um, just did not play well. Just did not play well. It's going to be hard to win a game when those two don't. Tobias Harris was 8 for 15 from the field, 20 points, 2 for 3 from deep. Um, I thought Tobias was great early, finding his looks, and then late in the game, again, he, he as well. Like, all of them just disappeared, man. And we weren't going back to Tobias. That, I guess, you know, with not going to Ben and Tobias as much, I, I guess that could be attributed to Doc as well. Like, the, the I don't know, the offense was kind of wacky late in the game, right? Where we're taking these weird shots. You know, Tobias was benched even, and he came back with like three and a half minutes. We had Matisse Thibel and Ben Simmons and Furkan all together on the court. I'm like, what are we doing, man? Such a weird substitution, but, um, you know, Tobias went array in this it, late in this game as well. Seth Curry, I thought, played well essentially the entire game. 17.7 for 10 from the field, 3 for 6 from deep. Um, we're going to have to keep getting this out of Seth Curry. I think I think he's playing well. We essentially robbed the Dallas Mavericks of that trade by now. Um, 
Curry is severely underrated, and, you know, he continues to do his thing. We're going to keep, you know, keep needing that production from him. Furkan Korkmaz, 10 points. He's, he was with the starting unit, and, you know, excuse me for opening my mouth and actually saying Furkan should start um, in place of Danny Green, who we definitely missed, by the way, especially in terms of the perimeter defense. We definitely missed Danny. Furkan was getting toasted on the defensive end. Um, he made a, a few shots, but late in this game, I don't know if he should have been in. You know, Furkan was not really cutting it and took a couple bad shots now he did hit the late clutch three and i'll give him credit for that uh but other than that i don't think he really impacted this game that much and it you know again i saw a few opportunities where he's trying to be a point guard where he's not he's a spot-up shooter uh the bench really didn't impact that much shake and shake went two for seven matisse went two for seven maxi got a few minutes not much run um I thought Matisse's defense was great. He had one steal where he came from behind. Trey Young plucked it, hit a three down the other end. We're going to keep needing that. But again, he was one for five from three. We don't have enough offensive production there. Shake Milton on that final shot where he refuses to take it. He was wide open. I don't care what the play was. You have six seconds left. You come down the floor. They're leaving. It was a defensive miscommunication on John Collins. And they were leaving Shake Milton wide open. And, well, he didn't take the three. It's unfortunate. George Hill, man. I'm getting tired of George Hill. There, We have to have a conversation about him. Like, this is what we got him for, and he's giving us little to no production. It's very disappointing. At this point, I don't even know if he could be on the floor. That's how bad he is playing right now. We're going to need more out of all these guys. Dwight tried to come in, had 7 points and 10 rebounds. Tried to make his energy felt. A couple nice slams, you know, getting in people's faces. John Collins, I thought, played really good in terms of energy levels for the Hawks. Like, he really ramped up that team, especially with Trey Young struggling a bit. Um, but, you know, we just needed that Energizer Bunny. We did not have it. And overall, you know, we were literally outclassing the Hawks in every category in the first half. And then, you know, they just came back and completely outworked us, like Doc said, in the second half. Um, and, and it's just disappointing, you know. It's just very disappointing. We had a chance to seal this game. And people are very confident. I'm confident. But, again, with that little asterisk, if Joel is healthy, because if he comes out and is not healthy, like we don't even have a, another day for travel rest. We play on Wednesday. We have one day in between going back to Philadelphia and the way that I saw Joel Embiid, I got to be honest, like it's getting very tiring. Always having something dealing with Joel Embiid in the playoffs. It, it is because this man is so great and can take us to where we need to go. And it just sucks. And I'm not going to rake Joel through the coals because I know he's going to come back and have a good game and we're going to need it. And we should be able to wrap this up. All I'm saying is we better wrap this up in six because the way we played last night, just giving them the momentum right back, we are the more talented team. And, you know, again, respect to the Atlanta Hawks. They were hungry. They took, you know, advantage last night. But the Sixers shot themselves in the foot. We have nobody to blame last night except ourselves. We absolutely lost that game. Um... And just a lot of boneheaded mistakes late in the game, and those cannot happen. I think they're uncharacteristic for the Sixers team, who's usually smart. They usually play great defense. The Hawks only had like four turnovers. We didn't even force turnovers. The pressure is kind of on Philly to win this next game because we want to go back to Atlanta up 3-2 to two and try to finish it out. Even if we don't then, we would come back for Game 7 in Philadelphia. But definitely disappointing, man. Definitely disappointing. I'll keep my confidence. I don't think the Hawks get another one in this series, but... You know, two games is is good for them. It's definitely good credit for them. And we will see what happens, man. But Joel Embiid has to be healthy. I'm going to really look early next game to see what happens. And I, and I know something happened. They just didn't tell us. Uh, 
and that's no excuse. He played absolutely terrible, um, and that was the main reason why we lost. But let's just hope. Uh, let's hope health resides on our side. Those are just my thoughts, guys. You let me know all your thoughts down below. What did you see from this game? How do you feel about it, especially going forward in the series? Give me all your thoughts down below. Appreciate you all for tuning in. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe, and I will catch you on the next one. Peace. Perfect. Perfect. Perfect.